Hey pals, Blaine Hill here, continuing the teaching on the Sermon on the Mount for the Journey Sunday School at Lake Murray Presbyterian Church. The Sermon on the Mount is Jesus' first sermon in the Gospel according to Matthew. And so in that way, it's the first sermon, the first teaching block in the whole of the New Testament. You can find it in chapters 5 through 7 of the Gospel according to Matthew. This is part of the Sunday School class called The Journey at Lake Murray Presbyterian Church in Chapin, South Carolina. I'm going to start by reading the Beatitudes, which is our, the first part of the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus pronounces God's blessing on different groups of people. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets, who were before you. I'm going to lay out a, a number of different ways of thinking about the Sermon on the Mount and today uh, in particular the Beatitudes verses 1 through 12 of the Gospel according to Matthew. One way the church has thought about uh, these sayings, these benedictions of Jesus, uh, we can see in John Calvin. John Calvin points out that when Jesus said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, he is talking about everyone. And part of our role as Christians is to recognize our poverty of, of spirit and to be humble before the Lord. Uh, what he's essentially saying is the Beatitudes convict us uh, if we are, do not recognize our, our place in the world. And in they can teach us humility. I'm condensing a great deal. And there's something to be said for this teaching, uh, this way of looking at the Beatitudes. All of us at one time or another, well, we have something about ourselves that we, we need to change. We're not in conformity to the good news of Jesus. We Our lives don't match up with the coming of the kingdom of God. But on the whole, I, I don't think that's a clear reading uh, of mostly of what Jesus is teaching. He is announcing a blessing, uh, God's favor, on a group of people. And the American philosopher and Christian, Dallas Willard, thinks we should take Jesus at his word, uh, that Jesus is trying to teach us a clear moral truth. I'm sure John Calvin would have agreed with that. And that um, Jesus is teaching us the best way to live in the world, uh, the, the wisest way to live in the world, which is to follow him and to trust in him. So the Sermon on the Mount for this person, Dallas Willard, that I'm mentioning, I'm using his work uh, in my study of the Sermon on the Mount. Dallas Willard says that we should receive his announcement of blessedness as exactly that. Um, that 
For those who are poor in, in spirit, Jesus is saying, you are not left out of the kingdom of heaven. Actually, it's available to you right now. All of us feel like we've had our feet kicked out from under us in life. There's no getting around that. The world is going to push us down. Uh, in fact, the word poor here uh, in the Greek in which Matthew wrote uh, is a little word picture. It means bent over. And one way to maybe say blessed are the poor in spirit is God straightens you back up uh, when the world pushes you over. Um, and I think there's we should hear the Sermon on the Mount and particularly the Beatitudes as Jesus announcing good news to us that God's kingdom is available to us. Um, so Willard is on to an important point and each of us should hear, you should hear a word of God blessing you um, through the Sermon on the Mount. Maybe that's the word you need for today. I want to give you a third way to think of the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, this comes from Dale Bruner. He uh, seems to have a pretty orderly way of thinking about the Sermon on the Mount. That Jesus starts out by pronouncing God's blessing on people who are hurt. Uh, and that is a word of grace. That God simply decides to help out, to bless people who are hurting. Whether they're poor uh, or poor in spirit. Anyone who's mourning. Those who are hungry and thirsty, whether for bread or for righteousness. Um, God has decided to bless those who are in need, uh, those who are meek and usually run over. Uh, there is good news for those people who are hurt. Um, the next of the Beatitudes, blessed are the merciful and the peacemakers. Did I skip one? Sorry. Blessed are the merciful, the pure in heart, and the peacemakers. Well, those are people who are trying to help in the world. Of course, being merciful and pure of heart and a peacemaker uh, can invite a lot of trouble into our lives. But the basic idea is those are people who seek to help those around them. And God pronounces, Jesus pronounces God's blessing uh, on people who are trying uh, to help those around them in the Beatitudes of help. So we have Beatitudes that address hurt, Beatitudes that address helping, and the last category is those who suffer. Uh, Jesus understood his life, and perhaps all of life, as necessarily including suffering. We would like not to suffer, but we all know that there's no escaping it. We're going to suffer in this life. And part of Jesus' good news to us is to say God has not forsaken us in our suffering. In fact, that's one way, good way of summarizing the gospel, that Jesus, God's Son, has come to be with us in human suffering and to redeem us from it. So Brainer gives us those three ways to think about uh, the Beatitudes. God is pronouncing blessing on those who are hurt and those who seek to help and on those who suffer. So how are you going to think about the Sermon on the Mount? What is God saying to you through the Beatitudes today? And I think that's... Um, ultimately the question we should arrive at uh, as we consider Jesus' words. Um, is it really true that God loves and cares about people who are bent down and hurt by the world? It sure is. That's, that's part of the good news of Jesus Christ. And we can seek God's help. You can seek God's help for the trouble in your life. Uh, I 
was looking at my notes earlier and I found something I wrote down and I don't know if I, I thought this up or maybe I wrote it um, as part of my own thinking, but it doesn't matter where it comes from. God helps those who cannot help themselves. Those are the Beatitudes of need. And God helps those who help others. Those are the Beatitudes of help. But God doesn't help those who stand on their own. Another way to think about the hurting and helping and suffering Beatitudes is God helps us in need and propels us into the world. I really hope that you hear uh, the Beatitudes uh, of Jesus as Him pronouncing blessing on you. That you know that God cares about you, whatever circumstance you might be facing. I would like now to leave with you a few verses that follow the Beatitudes. These are verses 13 through 16, 5th chapter of Matthew. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under a bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. I hope hearing God's word is a blessing to you and this teaching might be of some use to you as well. I'll be back again. We'll be back in God's word. Have a blessed day.